Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. It is the things we say. I am Sheldon. And I'm Nate. We're back at it again. We're we, so excited to be here. We are. We I are. I can't believe... I feel coherent this week. Last week was really weird. I actually... We debated a long time whether or not we wanted to post uh, this past episode because I just felt weird the whole time we did it. Yeah. But, but listening back to it, I was like, no, this was, this was okay. We, we actually made sense. We just didn't land where we thought we were going to land, and so it made it kind of funny. But yeah, we're glad to be yeah, back. Nate messaged me. He's like, before you post that, I don't remember anything that we talked about. <laughs> or how we got there. It was a good conversation. It so, was. Yeah. It was. That, was, that was. that one we ended up titling When Christians Disagree. Yes. Because I didn't know what else to type. All right. I think I titled it initially, Can We Just Not? <laughs> yeah. I think that was, that was my initial title. That's something title. that you guys might need to know, that me and Nate each give... <laughs> Separate titles <laughs> to our stuff. And it's just that Nate doesn't publish them. So right. what you see is my title. It's Sheldon's title, <laughs> which is usually better than what I came up with initially, I'll be honest. Or He's, the same. He says better, but eh. it's, it's whatever. It's relative. I have a did you know this week. Give it. I'm Been excited. Been working on this one for a little I'm while. I'm excited because Sheldon okay. told me before we got started that he had one. I'm like, don't tell me anything about it because I want to be surprised. And he was very entertained by what he was reading about it. So I'm, I'm excited to hear this I one. am. So this is a legend that was told by my grandpa just in passing. And I, I was like, oh, okay. I, I kind of believe this, but it could be one of his stories. Okay. And then my dad referenced it again the other day. And I believe it to be fact because it was written in one book that I can find. And I didn't, I wasn't able to get a hold of the book, so I didn't read what they wrote, but it's mentioned in the title. And then I found one article online about it. And something that obscure is really hard to come across these days because on Google, you can, you think you can find anything. Everything, right. But local history often has these tales that you cannot uncover. Totally. In any other way except through legend and passing them down. So uh, there's a cabin that my grandpa would take us to in north central Pennsylvania in a town called Galton. Galton. Galton, Pennsylvania. Okay. It's a very small town. It, it used to be a lumber town. And um, it was mainly fed. There was uh, railroad industry and lumber and a few other things. But at their peak, it was about 4,000 people. Okay. One of the largest towns in Potter County at its time. It no longer is through a number of things. Anyway, uh, sometime before 1916, I'm not exactly sure when, okay. but there was a man who was kind of a transient and nobody knew who he was, but he ended up getting pneumonia and dying in the town. Okay. And uh, so he died in Galton and the local... Uh, what are those guys? Undertakers. The local undertaker took him, embalmed him, stuffed him in an upright position okay. with his hands kind of extended. So, and then like kept him in the, uh, what do you call where an undertaker works? 
the funeral home, funeral mortuary, home. whatever. Sure. Yeah. So they kept <laughs> they kept him there, and people would go in and like shake his hand, and they called him Murphy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. They named him Murphy. He stood there. Later, there was a dog that, that died and was still in pristine condition. This guy embalmed the dog and put him beside him. I think it was a bulldog. <laughs> put him beside him. <laughs> but he was a town. He was known around the town as Murphy. And, like, people would shake his hand. It, okay. was, it was odd. Anyway, yeah, but so this everybody. Is Are you sure this isn't Canadian? Mm, okay. No, this okay. is, this is a up. real thing. So, in 1916, there was a fire. And the only article in which I found Murphy referenced on Google was uh, an, an article from the Williamsport Sun Gazette where it talks about the fire of 1916 that tore through Galeton. And shortly after that time, like, some of the major, major industry left Galeton. So the fire itself that tore through the business district is considered defining for the town. It was a real turning point because people didn't move like they do today and it wasn't super accessible so when stuff burned there wasn't anywhere for it to go and if it left it wasn't coming back okay okay so anyway they were writing an article about that but they have this passage they said a story passed throughout potter county is of murphy a wood hick lumberman <laughs> who died of pneumonia prior to the fire murphy was embalmed in a suit with a bulldog by the local funeral home where people came to visit with him and shake his hand no one knew his name, which was common among Woodhicks. They called him a casualty, even though he was already deceased, because his was the only body that was consumed during the fire of oh 1916. So they named him as a casualty. The fire? <laughs> he, was the, he was the one that was destroyed. He was wow. the only person who lost his life. Although they're in that article, while they tried to fight the fire, some firemen were overcome by the smoke and fell down. And basically passed out and got froze to the ground because it was so cold outside. <laughs> but they couldn't contain the fire because they didn't have enough water pressure because everybody in the town had left their faucets running to keep them from yeah. freezing. Yeah. So when they tried to fight the fire, they had low pressure. And so the smoke overwhelmed them and it just tore through the business district and the firefighters frozen to the ground and Murphy burned to death. Murphy burned to death. To this wow. day, they have a small town celebration called Murphy Days. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what I want to know is how in the world did your dad work this into casual conversation today? Oh, you he said would today. reference Murphy Days or he would reference something about, yeah, Murphy, you know. And I'm like, because <laughs> he still goes to that area. They have some land up there. And I was like, huh. That might be the weirdest. I'm going to have to look into this Murphy story because it's been something that's been around. That might be the weirdest did you know we've had. That's weird. It but is I, weird. I like it, but it's weird. But amazing. <laughs> this oh is why goodness. I was cackling to you while I was looking at yeah, this Yeah, no up. joke. Good <laughs> Lord. Okay. Yeah. Well, on that note, we have people in this room with us that are not we you and I. We have two people. We do. We do. So uh, just a little context here. Jacob and Buddy have been fans of the show for a while, and they may be our youngest fans because I'm really not sure the range of the age of people that listen yeah, I'm to not podcasts. Sure I would put the age range of people that listen to podcasts somewhere between like 22 and 50. I think after you get over like 50 and almost up to 60, it becomes more it's an really, anomaly. It, it becomes troublesome to be able to find the podcast right, app. Right. Follow, subscribe, right. go through all the things that you would need to do to listen right. to a podcast each week. It's tough to right. 
Yeah. Anyway, anyway. I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> and for the younger people, I don't know a ton of peop- people you that guys, listen to podcasts. Do you guys know a ton of people that listen to podcasts? Uh, a few of my friends listen to podcasts, but... Okay. Yeah. Not many? Not many. How about you, buddy? Jacob is the only friend I have that listens to any podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to just say Jacob is the only friend you have, and I was like, oh. <laughs> no. oh. Gonna- okay, so first of all... This is Jacob Hammond. Yes, identify yourself. Hello, I am Jacob Hammond. <laughs> and... I'm Buddy Burkhart. There you go. Is your real name Buddy? No. My real name is William, uh, but basically everywhere outside of school I'm known as Buddy. Because you're awesome. a junior, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I find this very endearing because my mom's father was a junior, and instead of being called Junior, or he was called Buddy all the time. So I awesome. appreciate that fact. It's, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But anyway... Buddy and Jacob are here, and we have absolutely no idea what is going to happen here tonight. Um, so how old are you? I am 16. I am 15. There we go. <laughs> so that's why we had him on. There's, there's, a, there's a number of things that I hope that we get to ask you at some point, um, but starting with podcasts in general. <clears throat> um, so you're talking to people that are at least one generation removed, and one of the things that I find interesting about your generation right now is you guys, some people call you like iGen or yeah. the I generation where it's like everything that you grew up with was new to us at some point, but it's been something that you grew up with. Yeah. And that is yeah. like social media, Facebook, uh, the internet in general, but like internet connected video games and stuff that's been around your entire life. So that's the kind of perspective that I appreciate. And I, I want to hear some, <laughs> some stuff here. But so. I'm first of all curious, since we're going with that, because we'll get to what we want to do. Right. I'm curious why you guys wanted to be on the show. It, just the experience. I mean, yeah. it's fun to be here. I mean, I, I'm already having fun. So I, I don't know how many people can say they've been on a podcast. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. Almost anybody that records their voice <laughs> on a phone and... Just sets up an account with iTunes, can yes. send anything yes. there. Yes, but we appreciate your enthusiasm for sure. I yeah. learned how to do this podcast thing from one of my friends, and I would just text him. He was doing a podcast at the time, I don't know if it's still up, called Indescribable, uh-huh. and he would just describe objects. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the most... Awesome things. I would and really I, like I to listen to, to one. That. Of, like I don't know if I can find it. I'll have to Justin Nowicki. What let's, was your favorite let's object? See if we can, I, I listen to like one or two of them, and I'm like, this is short. It's creative, but you're putting this out somehow, and I've got to know how. Like, did he? Did he, and he tell just, you what he was describing, yeah, or did he, he just describe it? Yeah. And, so he would tell so, you first, and then he would describe it. I think it. so. I, it's so been a while. Bizarre. This has been like two and a half years ago, oh, so geez. I don't even know if it's out, but it's a great idea. Somebody so, should do this. So I'm curious then, uh, based on that, like, what do you guys, what did you guys want to talk about? Did you have anything that you're like, this is the thing we're going to go on the podcast and talk about? Problem music. Okay. So why, yeah. why, like, you badgered us for weeks, like, <laughs> can we come on the podcast? Can we come on the podcast? So you wanted to come on and talk about music. Why? What, what is... What does music mean to you, or why, why, why it's, music? I feel like it's an art form. You're able to tell. I, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> what can a 16-year-old not Sorry. be serious? <laughs> no, that's like, oh, that was good. I do also feel like music is an art form. I yes. mean, it really is. It technically is. I mean, you can express yourself. You can tell a story with music. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, 
So it just is an interesting medium. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot to For it. For me, I'm yeah. not sure about Buddy over here. That's kind of the same way. And so plus, do, you, do you go to a lot of concerts? I have been to a few. I do plan on going to more in the future, though. All right. Uh, what, what have you seen? Then we'll come to you. What have you I seen? have seen uh, TSO, Journey, Def Leppard. I plan on going seeing Electric Light Orchestra in July. Uh, I feel like this is a list of guys your dad wanted to go see, and so you're like... No, no. no? This is almost entirely me. (laughs) I'm good with that. I mean, I saw Beach Boys once. That was more of my parents, but (laughs) I still liked them. I love the Beach Boys. I love the real Beach Boys. You probably went and saw them when they were here, right? Yeah. Yeah, me too. And they're basically like a really good Beach Boys cover band now, because there's only like one original Beach Boy that's with them. Yeah. But it was still a ton of fun. Yeah, it was great. How about yourself? Lots of uh, concerts. Yeah, I, I usually go to a few concerts every year. I've seen... Lots of different smaller bands. I think the biggest band I've ever seen is Kiss. Just saw them last <laughs> Just Sunday. Just saw them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How was that, by the way? It was pretty cool, actually. I believe it might be their actual real final tour. Yeah. I mean, they've had a couple of final tours, but they're getting old, man. They are seriously old. Yeah. Although Gene Simmons, I think as long as he keeps ticking, he's the one member of do Kiss. Do they still do all the makeup oh, and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't want them to not do it. You wouldn't want to see what's under that. Oh, of course. No. Nobody wants to see that. They did one tour, I think, at one point where they didn't yeah. do any one album, one tour without the makeup. People were not impressed, including <laughs> the guys themselves. They never did it again. <laughs> but uh, I'm basically of the of the opinion that as long as Gene Simmons is kicking, if he wants to do a Kiss tour, as long as he's on it, they're still officially well, Kiss. Yeah. I don't care who else is gone. But he, not to disparage any of the other talent of that band. They're kind of more of a show than a band. They're, yeah. So, yeah. buddy, what is your like? favorite genres or what are your maybe top three shows that you've really enjoyed i guess of top three concerts i've seen um i would say three would probably be kiss two i'd have to say uh the christian rock group disciple Mm. oh yeah and then i would go almost go on top and say that my number one favorite is a band called the dead daisies okay which is they're a group made up of a bunch of guys from different from like older rock groups Okay. Like, the lead singer is from Motley Crue, uh, John Krabi. Uh, their drummer was ju- drummer for Journey for a while. Crap. Look. Having a brain fart here. That's okay. It's fine. It That's happens. good yeah, enough. There, there are some other ones. That's good enough. All right. All right. Fair enough. So, talking about music. So, so here's my thing. Both of the bands, not both of the bands, but the bands that both of you guys have mentioned are not really, like, your generation's music. No. If there is such a thing. Close. And, uh, again... I appreciate that because I've always been one of those that my musical taste has regressed. Like when I was growing up, all I was allowed to listen to listen to was Christian music, and then I started listening to Christian rock, which then led me to actual rock, which then led me in, and got into all kinds of things. Yeah. But I'm like a big like Led Zeppelin, like all kinds of old school rock, and we've talked about that on here before. I was raised on like '80s music, '70s music, all that type of stuff. Yeah, because that was kind of what your parents were Yeah, and now that I'm kind of just listening to it on my own, I can really appreciate it. Like, yeah. And what about you? Same thing? Yeah, my dad always had blasting classic rock stations. (laughs) Well, then when I was riding in the car with my mother, it was always on worship stations. So So you got the blend. Yeah. My mom always blared 80s ballads, so. (laughs) Cindy Lauper stole my girl, so. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Are we leaving you in the dust here? With no, that's fine. Okay, good. I, I good. just didn't want to. I didn't want to talk over everybody. It's no, it's no, all good. No, it's okay. You're doing great. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so based on that, and th- and this is where we're going to start to get into some of our our questions here. Um, politely, comparison of more classic music to what's actually being 
aired, played, circulated today. Like if, modern music? Uh, modern like, music. Current I have, day. I have, I have to be polite about this. <laughs> Semi-polite. You have to censor yourself a little because I have okay. a feeling it's not going to be happy. But yeah, like what what is it that appeals to you about older stuff that doesn't appeal to you about what's running currently? I mean, older music, it feels like there's more heart put into it. Everything, every instrument was real. Like you couldn't, maybe like a synth or so, yeah. you couldn't really replicate sounds like you can today. Yeah. Like yeah. everything's done... You could probably make a new song in 10 minutes now. Make a hit song. I've seen people that I'm pretty sure someone's done that. That's unfortunately it's true. Like, there's no longer, like, brass instruments. Like, everything's pre-recorded. Huh. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't realize that until you actually go into the, like, recording session. There's er- everything except, like, there's only a guitar there. Yeah. And the singer, and that's about it. What about you, buddy? Yeah, that's kind of the same way. I mean, you know, because in the past, you could tell there's a lot of heart put into these because there was so much time that had to be put into them. And yeah. Now you can just throw one together real quick and go, oh, look at me. I made a song. And everybody's like, oh, sweet. You made a song. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's a little funny. I was prob- I was in a band playing when I came to the realization that bands played and tracked separately in a studio. I thought for years that literally a band just went in the studio and they played live and just did it. Yeah. I, oh, I yeah, had no. no concept of multi-tracking and like I understood like going back and fixing things. Yeah. But that idea that, you know, well, the drummer recorded his part six months ago and now we're finally finishing it with the vocalist. And yeah. that was completely uh, foreign to me, which I'm kind of sad to say. But again, the Internet wasn't what it was. I do feel now, like so I didn't have the ability to discover that. I do feel like songs that like like there's a few Bowie songs I think that were made that were just made like just in like a day I think but yeah. they're still amazing songs yeah. yeah yeah so any appreciation for a band like Twenty One Pilots who you know takes a lot of time in their stuff but they're only two guys doing a lot of like techno wizardry and things like that they're not playing what you guys would call like real instruments or whatever but they 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 are super talented. And they are of your generation. Uh, that's why I'm wondering, like, how it compares. Because it's still rock. It's still, like, it's supposed to be directed right at guys like you. Yeah. Which is why I'm wondering how that compares to what you guys actually like. I feel like bands like that are almost too upbeat. Like, I like 70s. Like, it's a bit upbeat. slower. Like, it's almost, well. <laughs> 21 Pilots well, is, like, semi-emo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't listen to modern music. Okay. I know like two so songs by them. them. Okay. I mean, I know fine. a few songs that's by fair. them, and like they're super upbeat songs. Like it's all super okay. fast tempo. Like I like the slower oh, okay. stuff that's you know has like. So you, you know, want like ballads. a rock ballad? Yeah, rock ballads are probably like some all of my right. favorite. Like all Electric Light right. Orchestra, most of their songs are like ballad type. Yeah. Like I love that type of music. That's okay. I listen to a lot of that. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Like well, for me, I I love like the really fast upbeat stuff, like Motorhead and stuff like that, and I just. I still feel there's a lot of pop with their stuff because I've, I've listened to them and like it's it's okay, but for me I just love the pure, just pure bass guitar and drums and singing. Yeah. Gotcha. It's the yeah. pop aspect. It, the more yeah. raw, the yeah. better. Yeah. And All you right. guys are really looking for that real experience, you know? Okay, so why not Coldplay? The real instruments work incredibly hard, put in a lot of. Effort. They're on a fine line. I can appreciate some other songs, a good chunk okay. of their songs. And, and they're, they're more melodic. They, they have yeah, some... they're really melodic. And they're a show sometimes. worth going to for sure. Yeah. That, if I Coldplay's... had to put number one show, for yeah. me, that was Coldplay's it. Coldplay's one of those bands that I don't know if I would love them if I hadn't seen them live. Right. I hadn't seen live performances oh, yeah. of them. Because there's something about seeing them. Yeah. 
they're, they're just I didn't fall in love with them until I started watching some of their live stuff on YouTube, and I'm like, okay, I will see them before I die. Yes, and you have. Yeah, I have. So now you can go if you need to, but please stick <laughs> yeah. around. Please. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Are, are you guys kind of like, are you weirdos in that? Like, uh, do you have a lot of friends who kind of have those kind of same interests, listen to the same thing, or is it like, oh, what is this? And they don't know. Honestly, most of my friends were made in music. Like, made by music? I mean, most of my friends are band friends. Yeah. So we're kind of band nerds. Okay. And music nerds. So, okay. you know, kind of happened through that. So they're they're more in your same vein. Like. Yeah, some of them listen to more modern stuff. Yeah. But, like, one of my friends, he's hard in, like, screamo rock, <laughs> <laughs> which I I don't really get behind. But he's stu- he likes stuff like the Dead Daisies and Smashing Pumpkins and stuff like that. Ooh, Smashing Pumpkins. That's, that was my, my era yeah. back in the day. Yes. There you go. For me, a lot of a lot of my friends like they come from older parents like me, so they they've got a lot of that. Like, Are you allowed to they, say that your your parents may listen to this? Are you allowed? Oh to no, yeah, they, they they've said it straight <laughs> to me. They're like, we know we're old. No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just teasing. But who are you most worried about offending on this podcast? Your mom or your dad? Uh, I would say my mom, just because I know she wouldn't let it go. Because <laughs> there's there's something she can't let go. Jacob doesn't care about offending it. No, uh, I can see it in his eyes. My, I think my mom would probably come up here and say worse stuff than me. So. <laughs> that is not wrong. I have known your mom for a really long time. Yeah. And that is not incorrect. My dad would probably correct me on a few things if I did started getting technical stuff. Yeah. But you know. I don't know if I don't know if your dad could do a podcast. He doesn't say enough words. Yeah. Like, he's 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 overly efficient in his communication. He's, he's like me, like at family stuff, he just kind of sits there and he does the wine liners in the back. <laughs> and they, I mean, they kill. I mean, they destroy everybody for the next 10, 10 minutes. But after that, you're gone for another half hour until you crack another one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. All right. That's amazing. So, Sheldon, let's get into some of these questions that sure. you had. Um, one, of, one of my questions was, uh, went clean out of my head. Social um, media? Yes, social media. One of the things that I've noticed is that Facebook has been severely mommed. And it's Big like, time. this this happened like five years ago or more, like whenever I stopped using Facebook for anything other than the podcast. The podcast, yeah. <laughs> it, I, I just haven't posted on it on so long that every time I log in, the pictures on there are older and older and older. Yes. And I'm like, There's some yeah, dumb I really people don't on there care. Too. There's <laughs> some dumb people on there too. Yeah. I don't even have Facebook, and I know that. Like, this is where I'm going yes. with it. You guys, do you have a Facebook? No, do I you do. Have Facebook? Okay. And how many of your friends have Facebook? Probably most of mine. Probably a few of mine. One of my friends doesn't even have like a working phone. He has a flip phone <laughs> still. So, I feel like that might be parenting. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. That's possible. My parents don't let me get really social media. I have Twitter, and that's about it. I've got a few friends that have Facebook, but it's really just for, like, gaming and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, because it would tie to... I do tie a lot of game accounts to it. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, like, if you're... You use Facebook as more like a, a, a group collective place. Like, not necessarily, like, individually so much. Like, here, I'm trying to be an individual and do all these things. Like, no... I have this specific group that I belong to on Facebook, and so that's why I have it, that's, so that I can communicate. I, I, with I really them. use it just to communicate in those groups. That's about it. That's almost okay. why I have Twitter, because it's basically my main news source now. Yeah. Like, that's where I get all my news. Yeah, I'm with you there. What type of news are you interested in? I mean, like po- national politics? Is that what you're talking uh, about? Or? You, sometimes politics, sometimes, you know, just gaming stuff. There but, we go. Like, I follow Nintendo. They do announcements on there sometimes. I love Nintendo. 
It is great. <laughs> it is great. That's a common bond so, we can all share. <laughs> so, of like people in your generation, th- are are they using social media more? I feel so old that you just used that phrase. People of your generation. It's okay. It's I'm, true. I know. I'm 35. They're 15. This yeah. is a 20 year gap. We are 35. Uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> we literally had a 35. No, I'm 16. Which is the greatest thing ever. It was wonderful. Like. Having a whole, I don't know why we did it. We just grabbed a bunch of people that were 35. That were turning 35. That were turning yeah. 35, and we threw one big birthday party. It was, it was excellent. a great thing to do. It was. It was. My wife anyway. is the best. Um, but I was just asking about, like, social media and where you guys are going with that. Like, where do you see it ending up? Because I see a lot of, I see a lot of, like, Facebook uses down amongst teenagers, except for, like, Messenger, maybe? Yeah. Facebook Messenger. I don't know. Snapchat is a thing, but I just got mine again, and I'm remembering now why I didn't like it and why I got rid of it. I can't place. figure it out. I, so I don't trust Snapchat. It's irritating. No, I so, don't. So let it. me let me preface Sheldon's question with this. I recently was listening to a podcast with a guy, and he was talking about just things that he sees coming in the future. And one of the things he said very definitively, he believes that your generation and younger is going to reject social media by and large. Um, that eventually it's going to get to the place where they're, you're just going to walk away from it because it's annoying or it's overregulated or it's it's just too much of a ad source and nothing more, that basically you're going to find other ways or create new ways to do it aside from what social media currently is. And he pointed to Facebook, how it's been mommed. And, you know, when I was when I first joined Facebook, it was like all the young people were on Facebook. Like, for a while, you could only but be you on Facebook own, if you were in college. Yeah, you had to have a .edu email yeah. to get in. Yeah, but and then yeah. that changed and... The moms came. Like, not to diss anybody, but I don't, I don't feel like my generation is, like, smart enough to move away from social media. Okay. <laughs> like, I would agree with that. Like, they don't realize that they're being used for money and all that type of stuff. They're being data mined. Yeah. Like, they don't realize that. Like, I feel like if I go on social media or Twitter for so long, I'm going to lower my IQ points. <laughs> <laughs> but it, if they did understand that they were being data mined, would it matter? No. Or would they still just keep using it? I feel it like they regardless? would complain, like, but... They wouldn't know why they're complaining. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'd be like, why are you taking our data? So if we had another <laughs> Snowden it. revelation that came out and said, actually, the government is involved with Facebook, Twitter, everybody, and they're collecting all your data. Like, doesn't matter what your privacy setting is, they have it all. Like, massive Snowden revelation. That would seem to be huge for people of our generation. Yeah. We would care. Would yeah. any of you guys, like, stop using your stuff or... I might, but I don't, I, I don't know. I about think most like of my a generation. very small percentage of uh, the generation would, but most would just be like, eh, whatever, and just keep on going. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. I Not a big deal. My generation is known for wanting to die, and I don't know why. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I don't know. Everyone just thinks they're depressed. I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see that. Hey, but. that no, I've heard this. Yeah. yeah. Like, so everyone thinks there's some, I'm not, I guess not emo, but they're depressed or sad, and it's like, no, not really. You're just because teen. there are so many things about your generation that are the best ever. Yeah, like the fact that you were born at this time mm. in America makes you like w- some of the most privileged people that have ever that, been yeah. born on the face of the I earth. I feel like that's the yet, problem: is that people are too privileged, and yeah. like their parents almost bubble them, and then they or they don't bubble them, and then they get out. Yeah, and then they're. So you think it's just you think that most of what what goes on in terms of what you're talking about with the 
depression or perceived depression is mostly like just boredom. Like you have access yeah. to everything. So what is there? Yeah. Like, okay. There's a lot of different reasons, but I think that is a pretty good one though. Yeah. The main reason. So go ahead. Do you think it's become kind of like cool to see yourself as depressed is dark and brooding and moody. Or people doing it for the meds or f- to claim a disability or what What it, would be the motive? It's definitely I think it just, trendy. I think it's just to fit in because I'm like, hey, this person says they're depressed. I kind of feel the same way they're doing, going through the same stuff. I'm depressed, I guess. Yeah. Like they're not even like getting diagnosed. just like I'm depressed. Yeah. Like and I can see, yeah, yeah, like I can see like if you're doing it comically, like, oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> like I do that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I'm so depressed. My dog died. <laughs> you yep, worked it in. There it is. There, there we go. go. So seriously, your dog did die. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think. Why are you smiling when you're saying this? Well, you don't know the you don't know <laughs> yeah. you don't know the story That's behind all this. All right. This. So, I was at teen camp back in June. Okay, so this is a while ago. Yeah, back a while ago. So last summer. Basically, yeah, I was the first few day few first few days of teen camp. Well, it was actually near the end of teen camp. Uh, I was making a joke with our youth pastor, Andrew, and I was like, man, my dog's so old that he's probably going to like get in my lap when I get home and he's just going to die. Oh and uh, unknowingly, I made that joke. And then a week later, we were, uh, I got home and we had made the decision that we were going to put him down. Like <laughs> unknowingly, that I made that joke. And we went to breakfast that morning. Uh, my sister was kind of sad, but I was kind of just laughing at the fact that I had made that joke like <laughs> four days earlier. And uh, Andrew was laughing. He's like really the only other person that really knew about it, except the people in our cabin. And, yeah. For a couple months, you introduced yourself as I'm Jake and him, and, and my dog died. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is the longest running joke in our youth group, it, I swear. Either that or the pineapple shirt. Hey, like, both both uh, of them yes. are just popular. I am wearing a pineapple shirt right now. Yes. Uh, blue. Which, which made me think less of Jacob and then more of Jacob. Because initially when we were talking about it, how many weeks in a row have you worn this uh, shirt? This is my 29th Sunday. I don't wear it during the week. Yes. I only wear it on Sundays, to make and, that clear. And when this was coming out initially, I just was under the impression that it was his 29th week. And I yeah. was horrified that he's worn the same, the same shirt, shirt only for on 29 Sundays. weeks. <laughs> but I was also amazed that he, I didn't smell him coming when he was driving up to my house. <laughs> so, yes. Equal parts respect and horrified. I'm honestly surprised that I made it this long. I mean, it was kind of just like, hey, Jake, if you wore that shirt to church two weeks in a row, <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, wore, kept, I, 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 I kept wearing it. And I'm oh, go, I'm, my goal is a year, and I'm probably going to keep wearing it after that. I'm going as long as I possibly can. Then <laughs> it's going to Buddy. Yeah. Tell your He's mom, gonna, here's this, and throws yeah. your shirt He's going to pass no, it she down. She already knows. She, she asked me on like Saturday night, is your shirt clean? I'm like, I hope so. <laughs> He's so gonna, she's keeping up with it. He's yeah. going to pass beautiful. it down to me, and then I'm going to pass it down to some kid, and it's just going to keep on going on. The shirt that never ends. Yeah. Someday nice. there's going to be a museum of our church, and it's just going to be in there. Because he's, he's one year younger than me. <laughs> the so. pineapple shirt. Oh, yeah. No it, explanation, no plaque. Just the pineapple shirt. I Let hope it stand. that I want it to be like in my grave. Like I'm gonna wear this. <laughs> I'm wearing this on my deathbed. This is going in. This is what I'm wearing. If I can still fit into this, when I'm going in. I, we'll I'm make, open casket. I'm going in open casket. We will make it fit in. on you. <laughs> they will make it. Here's fit. here's 
when I know for sure the pineapple shirt dies. <laughs> when you get married. Oh, <laughs> there yes. were shirts that I said I would never, never get throw of. away. Oh, yeah. And they were thrown away on days that I was not in the house. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. You better keep it at a safe, my friend. <laughs> yeah. It is a thing. You better open thing. your own safe deposit box yeah. under your own There name. is nothing like the horrifying feeling of looking for something Asking your spouse where it is, only to have them say, oh, yeah, I threw that out two years ago. Oh. It's just the worst. It's You're the like, worst. Yeah, Haley doesn't like the shirt. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> just saying, Amelia loves the shirt, so we can keep it in my place if you oh, want. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. I've got your back. I was very one, one, of things, one of the things that I was getting back to, like, people saying that they're depressed that I just saw is that on the SAT, if you claim some type of disability, you can take the SAT untimed. Really? There are places where the SAT is given that 50% of the takers take it untimed. Because in that school, it's well enough known and the people are influential enough to go and get diagnosed with any type of disability they possibly can in order to take the SAT on time. I mean, technically, I, I mean, doesn't the WHO classify, like, a gaming addiction now? Like, I'm what? pretty sure. Yeah, like, just like a year ago, the WHO classified gaming addiction as, like, oh, a World, serious oh, thing. Oh, World Health Organization. Oh, yeah, jeez. Yeah, the band. <laughs> I was thinking the band. I was like, I the was too. <laughs> like, what does the WHO have to do with any of this? No, Wait, I got the you. The WHO yeah. is a game, and you, I'm, you're addicted <laughs> yeah. to it? The I'm gaming confused. is an addiction. Like, yeah. I can understand, like, where they're coming from with that, but, like, it doesn't really make sense. I mean, it's yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you don't classify. You know, I am always one that struggles with defining something as addiction when yes. when when once it's gone, there's no actual ill effect. Yeah. Now I'm sure there yeah. are some who have gotten so immersed in a game that that's true. But honestly, for most people, it's like if it was gone tomorrow, it'd be like, well, I'm bored. But yeah. that's about the extent. I'd probably of it. go read a book or play with Legos. Oh. <laughs> I mean, my two favorite pastimes as a child. Uh, th- that's what I do when I get grounded, except I just go and beat on my drums. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, like. So you guys, when you're grounded, are pretty much like we were <clears throat> growing up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Your, your grounding is our normal. <laughs> was our normal. Yeah. I'm like, it was a it, great day when I got to go to my friend's house and play N64. That yes. was amazing. That's, that's my... See, that, that, I'm, even, I'm that friend. They yeah, I was, he is. Mine was Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. Sega, yeah. Sega Genesis being the big one, of course. And, of course, your dad still has most of these old consoles. I still play them. Man, I need to come over there and do some of that. I need I need a little nostalgia boost at some point. <laughs> right. Could do. Does he still have a Dreamcast? Uh, I don't think we have any games for it. So oh, I took them and never gave them back. That's sad. I could freak Rylan out. He loves dinosaurs. We fire up Torok Dinosaur Hunter oh, and just nice. go for it. Nice. Yeah, but I don't understand why the Who classified gaming addiction as like a serious thing. I mean, I'm not going to say you're addicted to collecting pennies because that's your hobby. <laughs> I mean, I play video games all the time, and I don't say I'm addicted. I mean, I still go outside. I hang with friends. I mean... You're here. I'm here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I proving was, my point. I, I I like will use the term like as a joke. Like I collect Hot Wheels, and I'll be like, "Oh, I got a Hot Wheels addiction, guys. That's why I'm broke." Oh yeah. <laughs> and then just use it as a joke, though. But I like I don't get sick when you're I, 15. Like, don't I'm sure you are broke from Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending how much are they now? Uh, they're like, well, it depends where you buy them from. Like if you buy them from the store, they're like a buck. Okay, I'm like when I used to buy them when I was like. Nine, eight, eight or nine. I don't remember. It was quite a long, quite a long time ago. What was that? Twenty ten. 
Probably. <laughs> every time I went they to Walmart, a buck there. Every time I went to Walmart or anywhere with my mom that had Hot Wheels, I would always buy at least two, one or two Hot Wheels. I had a giant collection. I think I still do somewhere. Yeah. They're just scattered throughout because we just moved like in August. Right. They're just scattered in boxes. I'm like going through boxes. Oh, four Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels. Hot Wheels. <laughs> I've got like three dedicated boxes. Get your Hot Wheels. So, I got, like, so do you boxes. think like with them classifying it as a gaming addiction, why do you think that trend is and where do you think it ends up? So like are a lot of people trying to get themselves labeled as something? Do you, do you see that a lot? I feel or? like that's something that a lot of people are, like, mad about. Like, they're not trying to get classified as it. As it. Like, oh. there was this huge controversy about it. I was going off what you were saying. Yeah. Like, there was a giant controversy about it. Like, people were complaining, like... I mean, that's... Like, this is people's lifestyle. People make money from playing games now. Like, serious money. Yeah. Like, and you're going to classify them as... Addicted just addicted. because... They have a job doing something that you <laughs> didn't grow up doing. Yeah. Do do video games make people violent? No, no, not I, at all. No, I no. I it doesn't desensitize you to violence, even though you're sitting there blowing Honest, someone away. Personally, I feel like like when I'm like stressed out, if I go and play a video game where I'm breaking stuff or like blowing stuff up, I f- actually feel better. For so it's them. like a stress relief. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I play <laughs> Nintendo games mostly. <laughs> mostly Nintendo games. Probably the most the violent game I play is Team Fortress Two. Okay. Call of Duty, maybe. I've never played that in a while. But, I love the Call of Duty games. Yeah. But, like, Team Fortress 2 is Pixar style. Yeah. Like, well, see, and that's the funny thing, because when you guys were, were younger, quite a bit younger, was when the whole um, Minecraft thing hit. Oh, yeah. And oh, that yeah. was something that I did not understand oh. at all. No, our generation doesn't understand Because Minecraft. I was, like, and our generation was like, let's blow something up or let's rip somebody's head off on a football field. Like, those are the games we played. Like, that yep. was the stuff we did. But then all of a sudden, you guys are like, let's just build a random world with really, really pixelated graphics. And it was like, a, it was a huge phenomenon. And still is. And yeah, I even, it's coming back. Yeah. Like, especially even, in my generation. Like, it's yeah. hitting hard. Well, and, all I, of a and I played it, and I'm like, this is fun, but I couldn't spend days doing this. It, you have like, to get into it. It's. It's definitely something you have to get into. So it's like yeah. an acquired thing. It's, yeah. An acquired taste. I played a lot with friends and online. Like my yeah. cousin, that's why Does, such a good cousin with my cousin who lives in, down in Alabama. <laughs> I am, he's basically a brother to me. Like, Cause we, because we of Minecraft. Yeah, well, we used to play on Minecraft. Now we're playing everything together. Like, I, I played Minecraft and I still don't understand how it's so popular. Like, yeah. I liked it. I don't understand why I liked it though. <laughs> Well, let me ask this, because you just tapped on a very interesting thing. How much of your communication is done, like, online. over the internet, online? So, so say, like, via gaming, where you're talking to somebody on a headset or whatever. Like, if you were saying, oh, yeah, th- I have this friend who, and you've never met that person. You may never, ha- but you game with them all the time. Like, is there a high percentage of that? Would you say that, like, what percentage of your interaction is is online versus face-to-face? I would say probably... A good maybe 50 to 60% is online. Yeah. But everything else is completely, like, real world. Like Yeah. I mean, even... But still, that's a huge percentage. Like, well, I'm also accounting for my friends also get online and talk with yeah, me. Yeah, totally. So, like... Yeah, so I'm talking interaction, whether yeah. that's friends you see all the time. Like, I mean, I'm sure you and Buddy even will interact sometimes on yeah. online that way. But that's an interesting thing to me because that was, that was never a thing for us yeah. at all. Um, and I mean, some of my I got a cell phone two years before I got married. Yeah. So. <laughs> some of my closest friends, like, I've not even met them face-to-face. They, most of them live in Europe. What makes them a close friend? I mean, like, 
we talk every day. We like we literally know everything about her. I mean, it's tough to dresses, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my cousin is literally going to visit one of his friends who lives in London with his dad. Because huh. he's going on a business trip. With so him. you're talking on the game about stuff that is not game related. No, well, like, you're talking about your life. Well, like not like personal stuff, but we're like you know, we're not like super personal. It's yeah. not like you know, we still talk about the game, but we still like talk in general about stuff. So like, again, like a like a school friend or whatever. Right. Not like not somebody you're incredibly close to, but yeah. close enough that you yeah. you'd say your friends. You know each yeah, other. Yeah, like one uh, one of our really close friends actually just came out recently. Yeah, like. Like in like over, yeah. Over like while you're gaming. No, he like <laughs> we just like talk. Like they just have like music running in the background. They just kind of yeah chat se- chat session like yeah. we're doing now. And how did how like how has that changed? Because in our generation, chat rooms were a thing. That was a thing. But how like how did you know he came out? Does he just he, say he, it or he told us? Like he was like, all oh. right, guys, like this is something I've been hiding. For so there was like this moment. Years. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Like, he trusts us enough. Yeah. Cool. That's interesting. I'm a very shy person, so most of the people I play with online are people I know in real life. Okay. Yeah. So you're not one to... See, because some yeah. people, I would think, would, would look at that as an opportunity to be able to interact more. Yeah. Like, like I feel comfortable talking to somebody when I don't have to sit in a room with them. But no, that's interesting to uh, me. That also, too, though, I, don't, I play a lot of games where, like, there's not a whole lot of, like, online interaction. Yeah. Okay. So, for me, when I'm okay, I play PUBG Mobile or something like that, and you'll, you'll get linked up with somebody random, but then you have your crew that you're with that you can get to know some of those guys if you want to. I always mute my mic and mute them. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to interact with them. I don't want to know them because most of the time, nothing they're saying is of any importance to the game. Well, they're just like talking, talking smack to everybody, and it's just like, not a conversation I want to listen right. in on. Plus, I don't need game friends. So for me, I'm just like, mute, mute. Yeah. I don't, a I don't care. A lot of the games I play are teamwork games, like Team okay. Fortress 2, which is an old class-based shooter, yeah. which is yeah. hugely relied on teams. Communicating. Team Fortress yeah. 2. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I feel like... So do you choose your team based on people that are good at the game? Or no, it's you, entirely random. You're, you're randomizing with... Whoever, yeah, it could be. I mean, I could be super high ranked and get stuck with a first timer, yeah, literally. I've <laughs> had that a lot. A so, lot, the game's lot. own algorithms pick who you play with. Well, yeah, I, well, there also is a more serious mode which you do get rankings and stuff, where okay? You get ranked with your own rank, <laughs> but like, I feel like that's the fun of the game. Like, but getting to know people through the game, if you're getting paired up with a bunch of different people, how does that well, work? It's not usually those type of games. It's usually games like Minecraft where they okay. usually have stuff like Discord, which is, you know, TeamSpeak and stuff. You don't know like TeamSpeak? Skype? Yeah, Skype. It's, Skype like, it's like a oh, more yeah. modern version of Skype where you can get in big chat rooms and just talk with each other. Okay. And I joined... Or Slack. You got Discord or Slack or some I other Dis- app? I use, I use Discord. Personally. Okay. Okay. I'm with you now. But uh, we would just... You know, like I used... Most of the people on this Minecraft server were like 16 and over. Okay. So, like, we talked, like, we actually ran, like, an in-game government system. <laughs> like, we had, like, towns. I'm not joking. <laughs> we still run it today. It's called Bloom. Uh, <laughs> Aren't you president or something? Or like I, A few years ago, I was, like, chairman. I, I know you ran for something <laughs> this year. Yeah, it was, like, seat <laughs> on Chairman par- of what? <laughs> it, was like, it was, like, a seat of parliament or something like that. <laughs> That's what it was, parliament. A parliament? Yeah, because it was a European server. What talking about. Oh, we, man. Like, and so, so this teaches you actual parliamentary procedure and stuff like that. Yeah, like we. So we, you'll like motion, second motion, 
Yeah, because, like, we do, like, economic stuff. Like, we have, like, their elections. Like, I've not played in a while, so they're trying to derelict me from my house. They're <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to derelict you from your house. Yeah, they're just, so they're going to take your house. Yeah. If and, you don't log in. Yeah. <laughs> and you used to be the chairman. Well, it was a long... Like, this is a completely new server. Oh, okay. But, uh... <laughs> Like that's how we get so close. <laughs> I love it. So, so you guys are literally like, like you're world creating straight up and actually yeah. interacting. We with have it. entire cities. Yeah. Like, see, here's the thing that's I fascinating. Get back to play I build Minecraft. out of what? See, but here's here's Minecraft. The thing. So blocks. in Minecraft, you have like what wood and oh, there's so many. Oh, there's there's got everything. There from... is, I think, over 300 different blocks ranging yeah. from mossy, grass, mossy, mossy dirt cobble. all the way up to. Emerald and diamond. You can get bricks. You can get stone brick, quartz, like slabs. You, you can make. So you're building your houses and yeah. out of these things. You're buying land in this place. Uh, yeah, we. You can actually have jobs. Like okay, here's here's the interesting make money. Thing. We we talked about this a little bit, but uh, my uh, my cousin has a podcast where he talks about a lot of this kind of stuff called Singularity Saints podcast, where he talks about kind of like futurism type things. And one of the things that he's discussed and that him and I have talked about extensively is the idea of of actually existing in a virtual space. So you guys are literally talking about the very things that we're saying yeah. is going to be more common. But we were talking about it in the sense that uh, in terms of life extension. So say I've got some kind of ailment where my body is physically shutting down, but my mind is untouched. That I can basically be... You can transfer your mind I into can, a computer. Not nece- not nece- like, see, I'm not quite there yet because I don't think you can actually have humanity and be completely divorced from the body. I'm not convinced that that's actually possible. But my theory is that you can be almost in a vegetative state, but your mind is fine. So they'll yeah. keep you alive on machines. They'll plug you up, your brain into a server and allow you to experience exactly like what you Stephen Hawking talking- almost. Yes, exactly what you're talking about, but actually yeah. existing, like real-time, physical touch three-dimensional kind yeah. of interaction. But you guys are already having these kind of experiences now just because you can. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's... I mean, we have a blast with it. I mean, sometimes, like, we even have political issues. Like, sometimes someone comes in and raids us and, like, takes all of our stuff. Someone... We have, a, like, I think a three-page just Google Doc on rules. Like, <laughs> laws and rules that, you, like, you can't punch someone or you get, like... You have to pay like a fine. Yeah. Or you get t- you literally get taken to jail. Yeah. Like I've Wait, done that how before. do people raid? Are there guns? No, like you like swords. You break into their house and like or you and, or, and you kill a bunch of people with your sword. There's no guns, but there's bows and arrows. Huh. But you would like break into a city and like like basically like steal a bunch of their stuff and it's a raid like and then there are people people you would have like entire Discord servers with those like subsections on each server. Yeah. And you, they would have, like, uh, raids. Like, they, we have a militia. I'm part of the militia. Yeah. If you don't get You're kicked out of your house. You're not doing a good job. So, yeah. Well, so I've not does been this, on. Does this strike you as odd at all? It did at first, but now that I've, like, been playing for years, it's not that odd. Now, him, are you involved in this, too? No, but him talking to him about it, I need to get Minecraft <laughs> now. I want to get involved with this. Yeah, we have, we have a news page. Uh, rules, land. We have entire maps laid out the entire server. We have, we have job postings. We have. <laughs> I'm not joking. You will get paid for mining and j- building a giant you hole. You get in the paid room. real world money. No, it's in game oh. currency, like diamonds and iron. Uh, we have. We do elections. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we do election campaigning. 
There's an entire thing for propaganda, politics. Actual, we, t- we do talk about real-world politics a lot. We have case submissions, evidence, because, like, you know, there's court. We have a court system. I'm, th- <laughs> this is amazing. This is fascinating. Right. What, what do you have a jury section? If you could see yeah. me and Nate's looks at each I'm other. I'm just amazed. <laughs> this I'm amazed. is a virtual game made for kids. <laughs> and we're all probably all 16 and over running government system. And we're not the only government system on the server. Okay. We're only one of like so, 20. So Parker Scruggs, I, I'll give him credit for this one. But he told me that, what, what is that? Um, it's like Boys State or something like that where they go down to Columbus. And, yeah. And they, they have like a, a whole like, they run like running the state for a little while uh, and they like do parliamentary procedure and all of this stuff. They like do model government. So yeah, like yeah. it's model state government. Parker started a cult. The guys in his room started a cult in the middle of this and they had like, and it was all a joke. It yeah. was all a sham, but it was like you, they had secret handshakes. They had like an initiation oh and goodness. they had like this whole, they were down there for, what is it? Like a week? Yeah, it's a week. And, and, like, by the third day, there were people that were in charge of this thing trying to stamp the cult out, which only <laughs> attracted more followers. And it made it into, like, the publication that went around yeah. and everything. He was telling me all about this, and I thought this was the most amazing thing I'd ever heard, where they, they had what a lot of people fear in conspiracy theories happens in real government. Yeah. They created their own Illuminati, basically, <laughs> <laughs> and, and formed it inside of Boys State. And did this whole thing. We did, it, we they did that in Minecraft too. It, they we basically. I, I knew it. It's called the Bluminati. <laughs> <laughs> I am not joking. I'm not part of it because I'm not that high ranking because I'm not on as See, much and I'm not as good a friend I've as my cousin. A lot of time laughing at people that believe in a real life Illuminati, but the fact that it happens so quickly. Yeah, like <laughs> in it these can, models and and places like that makes me kind of like. But it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, though. Exactly. Because yeah. people yes. know it exists in conspiracy theory. They're going to rush to try to create yes. something like and that. It, with and that. It's all I'm sure like a real Illuminati exists out there, to out some there somewhere. Yeah. somewhere. I don't think so, but <laughs> I'm still not totally convinced. I mean, maybe that's what anom- Anonymous is. You know the hacker group Anonymous? I still always wonder about that. They've, I've not seen them in a while. They've, I know. They haven't heard of, a lot from them lately. I don't, I don't know. know I, think, I think it'd be fun on this show at some point to do the... The things we should be afraid of, like a ranking yes. system, and then do like a March Madness bracket. Because <laughs> Glenn Beck did this a long time ago, and we could give him credit, but I feel like it's time for another one I, to I do this again. I could be with you on that. I could be with you on that. And I think Anonymous would have to be on that list. Yeah. Yes. An easy out, but it's something that we used to fear, and it was a fad fear, and it was this shadow hacker group that everyone was sure was going to take over the world. I mean, and anyone now, can, with enough experience, can hack anything, I'm sure. Right. Well, Beto O'Rourke proves that. He's the original hacker. <laughs> I mean, the I've had the those fears. Cow. I'm like, what happens if the government shuts down because some guy got bored out of his computer in his mom's basement? He'll it, end up it, getting it, paid a lot of money by the government. Like, you might see that in your lifetime. That's, I probably will, and I wouldn't be surprised. I would honestly laugh and then probably be a bit scared. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he probably has access to launch codes. Yes, okay. that so is the problem. I'd laugh and grab a gas mask. Nate, Nate had some <laughs> history questions that he was going to pummel you yes. with. But before we do that, I wanted to know, like, what's your general feeling like around your high school? My, my high school experience was Columbine. It, you could define uh, it by that. Columbine and 9-11 were the two yeah. big events. So what are, and that kind of started to shape 
the gun debate and how people felt about the government with the Patriot Act and, and 9-11 and the fear that was generated there in Columbine and some other places. With you guys, what is – I'm going to ask first about guns. What is it that – what is the general feeling about guns amongst the people you go to school with? Like not myself but other people? Yeah, other people. Like not, not necessarily your own views on guns, but how do you – think like your classes and people in your classes like how do they think about guns is it more from an idea of like personal freedom or is it something they fear like I'm, I'm wondering like the general tone i think it's something more of a personal freedom okay like i think that's how they feel about it because i'm like we talked about that in history class last year or something like that okay and they were like they think it's kind of stupid that it's like People are blaming the, the guns and not the people doing it. Maybe they're like, we should ban all these guns. Maybe you should look more into the people that were doing them than the guns that were doing Do it. you think that's translated some? Because a lot of people, a lot of times they'll link things like guns and video game and, and television yeah, violence. I, so it's all yeah. getting lumped into one it's thing. It's all getting lumped into one thing. Yeah, it's all, it's all connected. Yeah. And so people will look at that and say, well, if this is bogus, then yeah. like, I play games all the time and I'm fine. So is there... If the gaming yeah. link is bogus, then the gun link is bogus. Especially games like GTA V. I have no idea what that is. It's Grand Theft Auto. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Grand Theft I, Auto. I wouldn't have thought of the initials. It's, I'm not doing well with initials tonight. That's so. a really big uh, victim of like, oh, video games cause violence because it's literally a game about... Grand Theft Auto. And do you like know the violence drugs. levels drop every time Grand Theft Auto is released? Yeah, because like it's Grand Theft <laughs> like, Auto Five, the newest one. Like it the is, actual crimes that are committed in Grand Theft Auto go down. Go down. Yeah. I was seeing something that that was like they couldn't totally prove it, but there was some sort of correlation, correlation that they yeah. were working on. But I'm like, it is the newest Grand Theft Auto that was released like 2013. It is the highest sell selling form of like media in general yeah like movies video games music it is the highest grossing anything like it is huge like <laughs> nate you were gonna ask no, you go ahead to... you you had some follow-ups I'll, I'll wait for mine it's okay. no that's fine that's okay yeah I, okay so in your school they're teaching you guys a lot more now like during columbine they were telling all the kids to shelter under their desk oh yeah we do we've done i think in the past two weeks we actually did quite a few drills so you do you do a lot of active shooter drills at your school. I think they're more like like prepare for what like 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 it's more like this is what you would do in the situation, but we're just gonna lock our doors and continue teaching <laughs> instead of like we do like I think every, we, every four years we do an active shooter simulation where we have someone come into the school, we have cops in there, we have like people come into the rooms with like fake weapons and like okay if this actually happened you would probably all be dead from where you guys are standing, like they actually have you like. What do they what do they try to get you to do? Like what are they They try to get you to like like depending on where you it's based on your own decisions. Like what do you think is best for you? Like in the real like in the So there's not like a protocol like all of you gather at this point or all of you do this uh, thing for the thing for the simulation we all usually like if it's out if we have to like leave the building we usually go to the football football field. Yeah. Uh but like it, if they said if it was a real thing and you didn't like if the teacher was telling you something that you felt was wrong, you just said they just said, "Don't listen to your teacher and just do what you think is safe. Huh. Run That's away." Interesting. Like, yeah, they That's say, interesting. Like they don't say you, the, uh, stay in the corner of the room. And yeah, 
Yeah. And just wait. That, yeah. That's kind of my plan. Like, I've always had this idea in my head. I'm like, if this actually happens, there's no way I'm running into a class. I'm running into, or I'm not just going to run to a classroom and stay there. I'm going to run to a classroom and break the window and run. And get out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, I am right. not staying they there. They say, like, to, like, defend yourself. Use literally anything. Yeah. Like, in band class, they said, if someone actually came in, you have instruments. <laughs> Bang them. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. band class, I'm just going to chuck something at them and then run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any other class, I'm just running. They, they've done those drills with even trained shooters, and as soon as you start throwing tennis balls at them, it's yeah. something that's not non-lethal, it's not going to hurt them, but it's enough to save a it's lot of people's off. lives. That's interesting. But, yeah, the, the whole Alice training and all of that is, yeah. is huge. So... That's there's, a, the, there's a high husband. awareness of this stuff, and our generation has done a lot of things to like try and make life safer. Like your car seats that you grew up in expired every five years, and ridiculous really? stuff. You guys were always seatbelted into cars. <laughs> like there like, were cars that were that I drove in, rode in that did not have seatbelts. Yeah, and when I was like, a kid. I remember laying in the back window and waving at semis. Yeah. and stuff like that. Like as a kid, yeah, totally, and and like sitting in the back of pickup trucks. If it we was would, a short yeah. trip. and my and my parents, uh, one of the Jettas, we would one of us would lay on the floor, one of us would lay in the back seat, and one of us would lay up in the window if we all just wanted to lay down if you on a longer to get, trip. Get, if you want to go to sleep, yeah. yeah, we all slept in the back of a Chevy Suburban on the way to Canada one time <laughs> with the seats. So I mean, down sometimes what we still do, me and my dad, like if it just uh, me, our four, like me and my four family members. Uh, me and my dad will just go like sit in the back and like put the middle seat down because we well we used to because we used to have a suburban yeah and we would put the middle seat down we use that as like a footrest <laughs> like I would have my Nintendo Switch and we would be playing games on there the entire way up to like so, North Carolina. <laughs> my question was with all the safety conscious stuff, do you see any tie there between that and depression? Like because because you were talking about depression earlier, the number like you guys don't have to face the adversity but you're always being told that bombarded there's, with there's it. something yeah there's something something just on the other side something could, could be, happen something could happen yeah. it could be very scary could be devastating but right now you live in the most peaceful time in history, <laughs> in history. i the feel least like active wars one of the lowest murder rates ever you know like i feel like the rate of school shootings down. has gone up though i've yeah. seen a, i see a lot of school shootings yeah especially like at the beginning of the year I felt like there was one every other week. Like, yeah. I didn't like that. I felt yeah. almost unsafe I, I felt it was more towards, like, like the end of the last school year. There was a lot more towards the end of there. Because I, I remember there was a lot going on in March. Because, like, wasn't that when the one in Florida happened? Because like, perception, yeah. I think, is everything. Yeah. And, and perceiving that threat and preparing for a threat that never comes, I think, can be a little... Like, in the greatest generation, those guys would see World War II, ha saw World War I happening prepared for it, knew what it was like to ramp up for a war, and then World War II happened. They were adults. They were ready to go. They knew what it was to ramp yeah. up for a war, to have a real enemy, to go and fight and win yeah. and put their lives on the line. Well, that's the thing and we're not being asked right. to do that. We're being told to fear something almost yeah. at the same level, but we have no battle to fight, no, yeah. no real way to prepare, Yeah. And, and this like existential threat and like the government's in chaos... Our, our, you know, our, our friends are depressed, our, you know, different things like that. You're being told to fear, 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 and yet you're safer than you ever have been before. To me, I think there's a link. I don't know. Yeah, that makes I sense. I think it's what, like, I was talking about earlier, like, being, like, your parents are, like, bubbling you. Mm. Like, yeah. you're, like, like, even, like, video games and stuff, like, 
I feel like that's like the video games argument. Video games make you violent. I feel like that's honestly mo- mo- most of the parents. Yeah. If you're yeah. buying a, a shooter game for your 10-year-old child and you're, you're yelling at the video game company for the game being too violent when it obviously says recommended for 17 and up. Yeah. yeah. Like, whose fault is that? Is that your fault or the video game? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, true. And I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think Nate has somebody to attend to. You guys keep rolling. Yeah. I would also say, though, too, with that. Uh, you got enough room? Yeah. We'll <laughs> He's working over his here. way out. I doubt it. Yeah, just stand up. It's okay. <laughs> but, like, when I was younger, a lot of, you know, a lot of us, we would have pastimes that were maybe a little more dangerous. I remember canoeing by myself at, like, age 12. Yeah, like, have you, you heard know, of adventure, and, adventure playgrounds? Like, they're literally just almost junkyards, but they're meant for kids. Like, have, have you seen those? Uh-uh. No. Uh, I think they are probably in, like, 50s and 60s. I saw a video on it by Vox. Oh, okay. Like, old old time. Yeah, it was almost like a trash heap where it, it encouraged risk and reward. So, like, there was just, like, boxes, like, crates, like, wooden yeah. crates and nails and hammers everywhere. But it was meant to encourage risk and reward. But I, And I feel like today that there's – everything's too regulated. Like, yeah. everything's too safe. Like, as you're saying, like, we're in the, one of the safest periods and most peaceful periods ever. And then you, yeah. you put a kid that's unprepared in a situation that is risky or something like that. And, and they don't know how to handle it. They don't it. know how to handle it. They get injured and they turn around and sue somebody. And that's why mm-hmm. it's overregulated. That's why people, people won't have you doing dangerous stuff. Like, I mean, we, lawn darts were being banned and yeah. stuff like that when I was younger. But that... Those things you can find at a garage sale maybe sometime. Or, but yeah. I mean, we would we would have we would have like BB guns and shoot each other. And I still do that sometimes. <laughs> that type oh, of I've thing. I've a good story about BB guns. Do you? Yeah. Well, it was my grandmother's story. She said one mm-hmm. time her um, her brother was out in the field, and so she took her BB gun, shot him right in the butt. She came running, or he came running at her really mad. I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> I just remember those shot her in the butt. Yep. Uh, it's, it seems to me like there's a lot of, like, what would you say is one of the, one of the things that you've done that's probably the dumbest thing that you're willing to admit to? Oh, I have to think. I'm not saying most dangerous, because that's kind of where I was going with it, but we'll just go a little different direction. <laughs> what, is the, what, what would you say is the dumbest thing that you will admit to on the air? Mm. I have to think about that one. <laughs> I'm not sure. You're just learning to drive, so it probably is not that it's, dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Or that life-risking. Well. I feel like I'm actually pretty safe because I have, like, an entirely metal car because it's a 2004 Buick LeSabre. There you go. Because I'm like... My parents are like, hey, this thing's like a metal brick, basically. Buddy seems to have one brewing. Uh, yeah. So, actually, just this morning, um, I guess it wasn't really... Eh. Actually, I don't think it wasn't too dumb. It, it was more, it was more of a, a miscommunication. Okay. I'm trying to think of something dumb. No, it's okay. I feel like that I'm I I'm an extremely cautious person, but I'm able to take risks. I know I will. I won't get too seriously like injured or like, some like something too bad will happen to me or someone else. Yeah. But I still get something that's at least reasonable out of it like like back to risk and reward like 
I'm not going to jump off a cliff and then be like, oh, if I die, oh, well. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't. Yeah. Do you think that people that engage in more risky activities, say uh, dirt bike riding, um, say light cliff jumping, people that would go diving, people that would um, engage in a lot of outdoor activities that could be more risky, okay, like skateboarding, that type of thing, do you think they're more or less likely to be those people that you're talking about that are more depressed? I would almost go out and say less likely because a lot of those people aren't out there just to go, oh, you know, I may die from this, whatever. I think they're more there, though, for the adrenaline rush. Yeah, that, that's a lot of, that's, to be honest, that's what drives a lot of people to keep going further is that adrenaline yeah. rush. Yeah. It keeps driving them, and they, they want more. They want more of that, uh, what's it called? Like, it's not adrenaline, but it's... Yeah, just like the, a that, eufor euphoria. That, you're you're excited. Your your heart rate is up. You're yeah. yeah. You're doing something like, exciting. and that drives people to almost death. Like there's people that died wingsuiting just because they loved. Like it was their passion. I mean, they yeah. died literally doing what they loved. Do you think yeah. the rise in extreme sports is because we're not allowed to play dangerous sports anymore? Like people are quitting football and people are quitting different sports because they're worried they might get injured, and so. No. I feel like most people that are doing that are the people that were like that weren't entirely regulated, but are still yeah. Like maybe like, hmm, like like millennials, but like not quite millennials. Like they're older okay. than millennials. Yeah. Like a lot of the like stunt people are like you know thirty years old, around your age. Yeah. Maybe a bit younger, but because I was trying to think of some of the dumb things I had done at like fifteen, and there was a number of them where I could have. I could have done something really, really stupid. And, like, we would go canoeing down the river and stuff like that by ourselves. And we'd be back sometime in the evening. You know, yeah. as long as we were back in the evening by supper, See, like, it was fine. I don't really. <laughs> but now people are worried to let their kids just roam the neighborhood a lot. Well, right? Yeah. Like, like even, like, my dad talks to me about his childhood. Like, he would just go and ride his bike with his friends to the baseball shop yeah. or drive like ride my bike like five miles to my friends yeah and he lived in lodi cell phone he lived in like lodi which is you know crime yeah <laughs> but i would almost say though like the reason why we're kind of like held back a lot is because there's been these big public events that have happened that have just caused you know people just giving fear to people because yeah. you, know, you hear like oh there was a murder out in new york oh we should like not let kids go out anymore because they're gonna get you know molested yeah. or something and so yeah, we should there's there's a whole bunch of freaks out there just looking for yeah. kids that are free range Roman. Yeah, and and there's this there's this uh, whole movement among some parents to raise like free range kids and just like start teaching kids mm -hmm. the skills that they would need to navigate the subway alone or don't. walk to school alone. Like, or, I don't understand why schools don't do that. Yeah, like well, they certainly don't want the liability. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to get sued. Well, they that is true. obviously don't want you to learn how to do taxes either. So, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I the schools don't want you to learn how to do taxes. Like, well, they don't teach us. Like, I'm 16. And I don't even know how to really like fill like my car up with I was, gas. <laughs> I was taught like at one time how to do taxes and stuff, but that was in like elementary school, so of course I didn't pay attention. Like doing your income taxes? How do I maybe I don't how know. do I make a deposit? How do I make a withdrawal? How do I do my banking stuff? How do I do anything yeah, with money? I wasn't, I wasn't taught that. How either. do I get a job? How do I But do you know how to use a credit card? No. Like, oh. I swipe and that's all I know. Yeah. I probably exactly. learned more from my band teacher about life than I have in probably any <laughs> of my other classes. <laughs> I've learned I've learned everything I know from my parents. Like the school has taught me literally nothing like with stuff like that. 
So like practical life application stuff. So yeah. you'll learn like science, art, math, yeah. English, that kind of thing. But as far as like life skills, that's why I take stuff like I like programming. Like I take yeah. program. I mean, yeah. I want to be a programmer. I want to do that when I grow up. Like, yeah. Like okay. So um, one of the things that we did in high school, they they had us fill out a, a ten forty. Like yeah. fill out our. IRS form to do our taxes. Hmm. They're not doing that anymore or anything close to that. Yeah. Okay. Economics. Are they teaching you anything about debt or saving money Uh, or how you would pay for college? uh, They like, they like, I took a kind of home ec class. It wasn't really a home ec class. It was more of a economic class kind of. Yeah. But it, it taught me like what to do in certain situations and like, don't like, get like a credit card, a debit card, because it's, they say, oh, you get this much money on your credit card when you get it. And it's like, it's not really worth it because you don't pay your bill or something like that. And I'm like, that's because it has a $15,000 limit. Doesn't mean they handed you $15,000. And that's like good to know, but like, yeah, like what am I supposed to do with it? Like that, that was an optional class. Not everyone takes that class. Yeah. So, so as far as like paying for college, they're expecting you to take out a huge old loan from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, like I'm sp- supposed to know how to do that when I leave college, I mean high school. Yeah. And that that was the thing for me when I was in high school like the whole thing it was it was taught more about like debt and what how you interact with money and like saving money and and filling out your taxes and all of that. But college as far as that goes, it was like you can get some scholarships, but you were still expected to take out a loan. And a lot of people are now are saying we need college debt forgiveness because we were talked into this college education. And we were told we had to go to school. We were told that we had to take out a loan. And now we don't have the job to back it up. Yeah. And this was my parents' generation that talked us into it. They can pay for it. I mean, to be honest, I mean... There's like, I mean, I mean, a lot of jobs don't even require you to go to college now. I mean, you can just get an apprenticeship, apprenticeship, so somewhere. Yeah. Like you can make quite a good living per year. I mean, yeah. the yeah. career center. I Absolutely. mean, I heard it wasn't the best when my parents were around, but I've heard they really turned themselves well, around. The really, oh, yeah. the reality of it is though, even then, it wasn't that it was bad. It was that you assumed that some kid couldn't hack it in high school, and so they had to go to the career center. Yeah, it was. Which even then, it was wasn't the, true. It was where the kids went. Yeah, like, it was kind of like kids. dropping out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, well, you're at least trying a little, I guess. That's, it's that's the half-step program. Yeah. But I'm like, out. there's people that go to college and like spend up to 10 years of their life, and they don't even do research on their job. And it's like, wait, I spent 10 years going to school, and they're not, my job isn't even like... Real. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Well, like, they're, like <laughs> it's such a like low-demand job. Yeah. Like, so where were you learning programming? <clears throat> uh, in my school. It's a class I can take. Awesome. Nice. Like, and you I've, want to make bank, there you go. I missed some good things, I feel like. Oh, it's okay. We were talking a little bit about school and, and that and what they're learning. So you were you had some history stuff that you wanted to ask them, like what the schools have been teaching yeah. them about history. So yeah. I am like a big history buff. It's been a really important thing to me, and that's been a thing that I have always pursued, like my whole life. We're getting close to we're overtime, but that's okay. We'll go we're a little, little bit over time. We'll go a little bit over because you guys have a lot of things. Yeah. So here's the thing. Just want to just want some random guesstimations on some of these things. Not looking for anything exact. I'm just curious up to this point in your high school education what you know. And if you know something because you just know it, please identify that fact before you before you throw this out. So, um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos by the way. Okay. So, that's great. That's yeah. great. 
Okay, so here's a random one. What was the event that eventually led to World War One? Uh, it was the um, oh. assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Correct. That's Where did you learn good. this? Uh, history class. Yeah, history Mr. Brenner. All right. Awesome. All right. Fred All right. Why did that lead to World War One? Because uh, the country that was next to yeah, wasn't it? It was Italy Aus- and Austria, I think. It yeah, was, right? Italy and Austria, because they were like, weren't they kind of like? And Aust- Austria supplied some of the stuff for this assassination. They yeah. supplied the weapons, and and Ita- Italy didn't like that, and then it started out as a war between them. Let me, yeah, and let they me, got allies, and okay, yeah. Here. Let me broaden this then. Why did it end up being a world war? Because Italy got uh, allies, yeah. And then a, everyone Austria allies, got allies. All and, no, 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 okay, no, no. okay, that's good. That's good. Um, what decade? Did World War II happen in? Uh, 1939-1945. Wow. Very good. That's good. Very good. After that followed the Cold War. Okay. What what, uh, political party was Abe Lincoln? Abe Lincoln? He was a Democrat, right? I'm going to guess Democrat as well. Abraham Lincoln was the first Republican president. Oh. (sighs) <laughs> of the party that had only been created some 10 years ago? Yeah. Or a good key ago? in history, if, if somebody's liberating slaves or rolling back, like, yeah. um, any sort of Jim Crow laws oh, or, yeah. say, like, passing the Civil Rights Act, they're a they're Republican. Republican. Except for Lyndon Johnson. Yeah. He's, the, he's the outlier. <laughs> and there's all kinds of things I could say about yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, let's see. And I'm going to keep going with a few war questions here. So based on that, uh, what decade did... The Civil War happened in. Civil War, that was 1870 ish through 1890. Okay, you are one decade off. Yeah, it wasn't it. It was a five year span. So it was 1860 to 1865. Oh, yeah. But no, you were close. You were really very close. close. I was, was, I was thinking close. something else. I'm I think proud I was thinking a revolution. Revolution. Re- oh, the revolution. Yeah, that was in the 17th century. Yeah, wasn't that aggressive? That was revolution or industrial. I don't remember. No, you're talking, if you're talking the American Revolution, like no, actual, I'm talking like Progressive Revolution or whatever it was. Revolution. Industrial Revolution, one of those. I don't remember. <laughs> we learned All about right. it like beginning um, of the year. Let's see here. Let's see. Go ahead. Was Was Ben Franklin ever president? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After who? Before or after? Do you have any idea? I don't know what presidents that well, so I, I haven't yeah. gotten to that point in my high school. Who yet. is it? It's okay. Yeah. Ben Franklin was never president of the United what? States. Never. Oh. never. Never once. Never once. And never ran. Never tried to be. Nope. He was a statesman, but never. Was there a Franklin that did run? I'm pretty sure. There was. I uh, think first there, name there was. There, but I think there was a, there was a Franklin. A yeah, I'm Franklin pretty sure there was a Franklin. Yeah. I'm trying to remember oh, who it would have been. Yeah. It was one of those random ones that nobody knows. Yeah. But I, I'm curious. This is just a random curiosity because we mentioned the presidents. Starting from Washington. How many presidents can you name? Do I have to go in, in order? Yeah, I would oh, like to say shoot. from from from. <laughs> I forget the second president. Isn't it like John Adams? I don't remember. No, it's Sam Adams. No, right? oh. no, he's, he's oh, Adams. Sam Adams was John Adams' cousin. <laughs> yeah, oh. but yes, that's correct. John Adams was was the second president. Third was. You guys get I, again. I'm not trying to make you guys feel stupid. Here. <laughs> oh no, this I is don't just feel purely. I'm I can probably what, say that probably a good chunk of Americans don't know this either. Okay. I had so. to memorize the presidents in third grade. Yeah, I don't remember them all, but... The third was... Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Can I, you want me to give you a hint? Yeah. He wrote 
the Declaration of Independence. Oh. John Hancock. Mark. No, uh, yes. Signed John, it. No. He signed it. Yeah, that was the guy with the big The guy that wrote it. it. No, wasn't who, who it? Who did uh, I've learned it. Vito Monticello? You know where Monticello in Virginia? Was it him? I don't no, know. No, Monticello is, the, his, the is, his, is his house. Oh, I don't. In Virginia. I'm good at like, uh, I'm good at like. I'll stop with the presidential questions after that. That's it. Thomas Jefferson. There we go. Oh. Was the third, was the third I'm good president. at like 20th century <laughs> no, that's history. Good, that's good. No, no that's I'm fine. Just you guys curious. were. You guys I can were name great. presidents' names, but not in the order. Not with it. No, no, no. I that's can't cool. do that's either. Cool. I was just curious. Again, I'm just curious. My my historical. Yeah, I was really mad when my kids things. made it through third or fourth grade and still had no idea of like the major presidents. I got to learn how to make Chipotle guacamole in third grade. They brought in someone from Chipotle and taught us how to make guacamole. So. So I learned other valuable. I didn't ask, learn anything useful in third ask, grade. Uh, let me ask. Let's see. Just three more questions, okay? And then I'll right. be done with this because my, my my entertainment will be served by this. All right. Uh, we're the only nation in the world that's ever dropped nuclear devices on somebody else. What were the two towns in Japan, the two cities that we dropped bombs? It was on? Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That's hey. right. Very it, good. The names were uh, Fat Man and Little Boy, right? That's right. Very good. Nice. Very good. All right. Um, Last two questions, okay? You ready? Oh, boy. How many branches of government are there in the United States? Three. Three. Okay. What are they? Uh, legislative, executive, and... Oh. Uh, what's the last <laughs> judicial. one? Judicial. Yeah, there judicial. Say it again. <laughs> legislative, uh, executive, and judicial. Okay. And what are those three branches represented by? What bodies? Uh, executive is president, judicial is Congress, and uh, legislative is the... House of Resident, Resident, Representatives, right? I you think so. You want to take a stab, buddy? It isn't what are the, the three bodies? Legislative, um, executive, isn't, isn't, and judicial. Okay, I'm trying to think. What are the three? The judicial is the 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 court. Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah Supreme, Supreme Court. court. Oh. Uh, the executive is Congress, and then... I don't know. I can't think of the, the legislative. third one. Legislative. No, legislative is Congress... And then the executive is. Uh, I can't think of it. <laughs> Donald Trump. It's currently Donald Trump. So, the so then the White House, I'm guessing. The president. Yeah. Wait. So was I right then? I don't even you, remember. No. You. I mixed up legislative. You were close. Yeah. You yeah. split the. You split the houses. I, of, I do that. Yeah. You split the houses of of Congress into two. Yeah. Which yeah. is a common mistake. People think. Okay. There's yeah. two branches, but it is one. It is one unit. But anyway, um, yeah, that satisfied my curiosity about <laughs> okay. just random my history. My last thing. question is um, about faith. Um, do you is your is your faith with Jesus uh, or or your Christian faith? Is that something that you guys both see as something personal for you, or that's something that? Is more cultural or something and that this is not an answer you're from your get in family? For. No, I I just wonder like how you view it. I think for me it's both. Okay, because it can be extremely personal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it can also be it can also be everywhere. Like it's yeah. part of our culture. I mean our culture. I mean our entire country was basically formed on the. Well, we're like, talking you personally, like your family culture. It's what I've been raised in. So it's oh what yeah, I, do, like, I, kind of I have a super southern family. You know, everyone in the south is. <laughs> Hardcore Christian. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I was kind of raised into that. So, yeah, I would say it's kind of both too. I mean, uh, I know my, both my parents grew up in the church and 
then kind of left it and then tried to raise me back in it. And I would say. So of the people that you know that have come to faith in Christ, like how has that happened for them or how did it happen for you? Like, how did you, how, how are people finding Jesus in your generation? I feel like, uh, going with like their friends is a big reason like going to church or going to church and church events yeah yeah okay like i've seen people like like even like amelia yeah like she just came with buddy but now i've seen her like grow her faith a lot her her entire family has said that they like i remember one time we were we were out with out for lunch with them and her her dad was like i've never been this close to to jesus Hmm. since they started coming cool that's awesome yeah so it's still down to relationships, bringing your friends, that type yeah. of thing, yeah. and and just very personal interaction. It's not how how much of your faith is tied to a, a specific like large group event that you are a part of, or has it been more like personal? I think it's been more personal because my okay. my parents always brought me to church, and I really didn't have a choice. <laughs> At all. That was Nate and I were talking a little bit before about like our generation had acquire the fire. We had like see you at the pool and a lot of this stuff. And our our faith journey was surrounded by a lot of youth movements and that type of thing. You guys don't have the advantage of those existing en masse like they were during our our growing up experience. So yeah. I, that's why I was kind of wondering how is. Now, faith in the school, how do you identify other people as Christian? Do they identify themselves? How would you find each other? We is act, it they're broadly actually, known? Or? There actually is a few. Like I know we have Christian clubs. In, like There's just like, okay. like Christian sports clubs. We do a thing. I think a lot of high schools do it called Pray by the Poles, yeah. which is where they go out to the like, flagpoles and pray. Yeah. Like, so see you at we the used pool to do that. Thing. And then, yeah. Okay. We used to do that, but they don't do it anymore. Really, the only big like club is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, mm. which is kind of open yes, everyone. that's what we have. Okay. Cool. I know, though, I found people, like, one of my friends I kind of just got to know a lot this year was because I wore a lot of Disciple shirts, and he's like, oh, dude, I'm a big Disciple fan, too. And that's how we kind of got to talking about it. Yeah. Okay. I, cool. I think one thing, though, is that, like, I used to hate going to church and kids' church. Which is actually how I got into doing tech at our church. Because I used to... Because you da- could get out of kids' church. I could get out of kids' church and run camera. And I was like, this is sweet. But now that I'm kind of like out of kids' church, I'm like, okay, camera's not that good. <laughs> I'd rather go sit down in the teen section with my friends and go watch yeah. Pastor. Yeah. It's I mean, becoming his, a bit more of a real thing for you. Yeah. That's a good. bit more application to my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I Especially like to hear current, that. Even running cameras is hard, though. Like, even yeah. for me. Even with his, like, current, like... It's hard uh, with my thing dad. with relationships. He doesn't, he doesn't yeah. stand still. Yeah, he'll just sit there, and the next thing you know, he's just all, all the way yeah. on the other side of the stage. And like, <laughs> oh my. a moment, you gotta like, my where dad is does he? that. Out, like, he'll be upstairs, and I turn my head for one second. He's downstairs, like working on mics, and I'm like, thanks for telling me. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure we could go all night. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys coming out. Can yeah. I bring up one topic real quick? Go Going back it. to music, I want to know where did you get your inspiration for all of your dance moves. I just, it was an idea that I was thought on our of. List. It Nate's is. Dance moves was on I the wanted list. to talk about to, that. To be fair, I am completely unaware of what I actually do on stage. <laughs> that makes I, sense. I will, look, I will look back and I'm like, I don't remember. You kind of cringe that. almost. Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I don't. 
I'm I'm completely unaware. We kind of I mean, yeah, yeah it's not a bad thing. It's, no, it's a I'm, great thing. I genuinely am though. I'm kind of have like the, kind of have just... like the good three. We classified them earlier, didn't okay, we? Okay, what, what we, do we got? <laughs> we what are the, the top three? There was, was the, the jump, the jump, the jump back, and then yeah. the thing you do when you get your high knees and start running back towards like the almost choir. a march back. <laughs> you got your guitar like that. Yeah, those are like the three classifications. They have subsections. Then there's just like a swoop that comes in. It like go down with your guitar and then come up. So you guys have actually, you guys have analyzed this more than I ever. Have, so that's yeah. actually pretty funny. We, we kind of just came up with this like today. Yeah, yeah honestly, I don't know. I mean, I've always been very entertained by. I mean, I, I loved Michael Jackson growing up as a kid. Uh, loved Freddie Mercury from Queen. All of all of the uh, the musicians that I gravitated towards. Um, the the guy who's a reason I'm a musician is a guy named Abraham Laboriel. He's a bass player. It, no, he's the bass player. Like if he is, if you were to look up a definition of bass player, his picture would be on it. Um, he's he's just an incredible, incredible guy. Uh, and they were all very uh, demonstrative when they played. They moved a lot. They were expressive. And so I think that just kind of caught on. Um, I mean, you know, if you ever saw my dad back in the day when he would direct choirs and stuff, he was very uh, yeah. animated as well. And obviously, when he speaks, he's very animated. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I come by it honestly that way too. But it's just, I think, rubbed off on me from the people that I've yeah. watched and the people that I've been entertained by. So, Talking and it's dad much about better it. that way than just standing there. It's just me. Wooden. It's just playing yeah. Guitar. Yeah. I, I mean, that's what I love about it's it. It's just me being. Can me. I bring up like yeah. one like subtopic about music? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about modern rap? <laughs> yeah, this was awesome on our list. Yeah. we didn't really get to touch on it that much. Def- if define modern rap, that's a big. Uh, the Super Bowl halftime show this year. Mumble it. <laughs> no. Mumble rap. No. Mumble rap. Okay. All right. L- l- I, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I despise it. We can it. have the rest of this discussion. <laughs> I feel like we're just going to get to trashing rap music because I don't <laughs> me, think any of us really let me just like. Put it this way. Let me put it this way. I I like anything. In the rap genre, outside of gangster rap, because I don't understand. To me, what's being what's being performed and what's happening in the beat do not actually go together. There's yeah. not a tight sync mm-hmm. between the rhythm and yeah, what's being fair. spoken. Yeah. So that's the only one where it like mystifies yeah. me. I, it doesn't sound like music to me. But honestly, any other type, I'm good with. Modern like, music. I, I, like I mean, it. modern like, rap, like mumble rap. I don't understand. Like it just. I love yeah. old school hip hop. I mean, like oh, yeah, yeah, like Run, Run DMC. Yes. Yeah. I love Run, D- yeah. Run DMC. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> we've made a full circle. <laughs> we've made a full circle. So yeah. anyway, I just. Guys, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us on. Thank you for having us. It was a lot of fun. We didn't yeah. think we'd make it this far. Yeah, we really <laughs> didn't. We were kind of surprised. It was so fun, has though. your life peaked here now? Is this as good as it's going to get? Oh, yeah. Being on the I'm, gonna, I'm sure. I'm going to remember this episode for the rest of my life. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, probably right. going to be listening to this later. Sheldon, yep. do you have any action steps for us? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, if, if you missed some of our old, uh, some of our early stuff, you can go back and listen to it. I, I do, if you've just gotten a hold of this show, there's a couple that you don't want to miss. One is go back and listen to Titanic because that yes, was a lot of fun. That was fun. And the death of Patton. Those two were both a lot of fun. Um, and and uh, talking about a culture of fear when we did mm-hmm. uh, fear culture, that, that's got to be one of my highlights. I feel yeah. like I would be remiss if I didn't tell somebody, hey, the, one of the reasons we did this show was for episodes like, Telling stories like the Titanic, but the other one going back like fear culture and, right. and some of those. So if you get a chance to go back and hit on like that l- early 2018, late 2017 episodes, some of them are shorter 
They're, if you're looking for a shorter <laughs> podcast, this yeah. one went long. Yep. But if you're looking for a shorter one, go grab a hold of some of those. You won't be disappointed. Yep. But as always, this is the things we say. Thanks for listening, you guys, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.